This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's keep track of the betting world and what's going on in Philadelphia and bring in Mark Drumheller. He is host and betting analyst at Fantasy Life. Also co-host, uh, bringing home the hardware, and you can hear him on the BetQL network as well. Mark, good morning to you. Are you a golfer at all? Big golf guy? I'm not. I'm not. I'm a very little golf guy. Like, I'll go out and swing them around, have some fun, but <laughs> it's pretty much grip it and rip it. Like, I don't, again, it's too time consuming, right? Chelsea talked about it. Like, yeah. I had two young kids for, you know, they're a little older now, you know, but it, you, you can't be leaving the house all day, you know, hanging out at the 19th hole, you know, slurping down beers <laughs> in the middle of the afternoon nice. when the wife's home with the kids, right? You can't be doing that all the time. So, um, and to me, like, again, it's i'm a simple man and my kids are simple they don't need golf clubs like i you know when they were young we'd give them a cardboard box they're fine you know let them be creative you don't need to go <laughs> you know have them out in the sun all day like come on man like you know uh, my kids are, are rough enough in the air conditioning you want to put them out in the hot sun for five six hours walking around no thank you oh santa i asked for golf clubs here's a cardboard box yeah here's a cardboard box look there's bubbles in it you can pop go to work kid (laughs) okay so we were having an interesting discussion uh in the break before you came on the show about the ravens and the steelers and we just had chris mack come on who is on the radio in pittsburgh making the case for the steelers and saying okay this is a team you can trust in this spot he feels like that's the play in that game but you were coming at me from the other side and saying, this is a Ravens team that certainly can cause some chaos. And we see this all the time in week 18. Just because a team needs to win does not mean that they will win. So do you have a take here on maybe why the Ravens could play spoiler? Yeah, I love the Ravens, especially at four points. But I, I think the money line's worth a play here. Um, I understand they're not going to have – you're not going to see a ton of Lamar Jackson. But if you look back, like, the 2019 – you know, they, they took a lot of heat for resting their players. They, they went into the playoffs. They mm-hmm. looked real rusty after the bye. So we could see a little more of the starters than we actually think here. And the NFL, like, you only get 53 guys. Like, you can't sit all 22. Like, so the, the majority of the defensive players are going to be out there. You know, won't see Kyle Hamilton and Stevens and some of the top impact guys. But they got enough guys to slow down the Pittsburgh offense. Trust me. You know, so I, I think Pittsburgh's going to have a real hard time scoring here. I think Humley can come in. Do what they need to do offensively to put up, you know, a decent number. And, you know, you talked about it, Chelsea. Like, must win is a lot of pressure for these teams. And they typically fold under these situations, you know. Like, must win doesn't mean will win. And it definitely doesn't mean must cover, especially if you're laying four points to the best team in the NFL. So, I just think roster top to bottom, Ravens so much better right now. You know, great defensive coordinator. So I don't see much a big path for the Pittsburgh offense here to put up a lot of points. And I think Pittsburgh can definitely, you know, match them if they don't end up winning this game outright. 
Mark, when you look at the huge battle in Miami between the Bills and the Dolphins, the Bills are laying three. We know it's for the division title. And it's interesting how sort of the narratives have changed with both of these teams. The Bills were sort of left for dead at one point, and Miami was this dominant team. And now we're seeing the Dolphins falter a little bit. They're banged up. The Bills have won four straight. What's going to happen in this one? Yeah, I like Miami, but we got to watch the injury report, right? Like, they have so yeah. many guys mm-hmm. banged up now. You know, the offensive linemen, they got, you know, Xavier Howard, Jalen Ramsey, Waddle, Hill. You know, everybody's banged up. So we got to see who's playing, but I really like Miami at home. I mean, Miami at home is one of the best bets you can make this year. And this is a Bills team that is getting a ton of credit for struggling to get by a Chargers team with an interim coach. Uh, You know, beating Bill Belichick's Patriots by six points when Bailey Zappi threw a million interceptions. You know, like, like I don't, I never seen a team get so much credit for having two lackluster performances. So yes, they've won four games in a row, but I don't think they've looked impressive in any of them. Um, I think Miami, you know, is just as good, if not, and especially like playing at home, if they have the majority of their guys, You'd have to think that those guys are going to do, you know, whatever they can to stay on the field. This is just a huge game for the franchise. So, um, I because they're a team, the Dolphins probably more than anyone in the NFC relies the most on home field advantage. So the difference between being the two seed and the six seed is just massive for this Miami Dolphins team. And don't think they don't know that, you know, from the front office to the head coach all the way down. They want to win this game. They want that home field advantage, um, you know, throughout the majority of the playoffs, not to travel to Baltimore. But I think, you know, that's really how you have to look at this one. So if I can get points with a team like that, obviously – there's a little bit of cat and mouse here with the market because when the injury report gets better, that number is going to, you're not going to get the big number anymore. So you got to try to stay on top of it, see if you can read between the tea leaves. And, you know, if you can, I would, I would probably play Miami and try and get a good number here. Yeah, and they are getting three points at home. Mark, you're a Philly guy. So obviously we have mm-hmm. to talk about the Eagles. Earlier <laughs> in the show, we played this game called Circle of Trust. The Eagles were not in the Circle of Trust. It feels like a team that's not super trustworthy this year. <laughs> Like, there are still some great pieces there, but what in the world should we think of the Eagles going into the postseason? Yeah, who are the Eagles? No, I'm just kidding. I'm only playing. But, uh, yeah, it's been, <laughs> it's been a rough time in Philadelphia, man. It's like, you know, it, you know, starting off 10-1 and one and then, you know, sitting where they're sitting right now um, at 11-5. and five, It's just been brutal. Last week, you know, they're saying out here in the radio that, like, last week was could have been, you know, one of the worst losses of franchise history. Like, it's just – it's to lose to the Arizona Cardinals in that way in a game you're up 21-6. to six. Um, I just think that this season is a combination of, you know, you, you moved on from the coordinators who were obviously, you know, very key to the run last year. You look at Jonathan Gannon, what he was able to do in Arizona this year, right? They don't win a ton of games, but, you know, the culture's good, right? They're playing hard every week. Um, and the defense looks a lot worse this year, right? So um, without him. And then on the other side of the ball, you know, you lose Shane Steichen. You saw what he's doing in Indianapolis with that offense. You know, he has an opportunity to take Garner Minshew to the playoffs behind a defense that isn't really that good. So um, missing those guys is huge. And, you know, the other part of it is, is, you know, maybe we're a little too old in the trenches. You know, maybe this year, last year to this year, you know, made a difference as far as some of the older veterans because they don't get the push on the offensive line. Everybody knows about the short yardage, the brotherly shove. Yes, they got that down to, to a, a you know, a science. But, you know, when you're talking about down-to-down rushing attack, you know, it, it, it hasn't been as strong last year. And, and on the other side of the football, you know, the defensive line, you know, we have a lot of veterans, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham. 
those guys can't buy a sack. Like, we cannot get to the quarterback. Um, it's absolutely killing them. So, you know, for me, I, I love my Eagles, but I don't have any trust in them, you know, going forward. You look at the defense, 30, 30th in uh, EPA per play, 31st on third down. So can't get off the field, can't stop anybody, can't win games, you know, especially when we get into the playoffs. So, um, but I really think, you know, the story of this season, it's just a combination of, you know, not having the right coordinators in place after that transition. And then, you know, just getting a little bit older in the trenches is kind of, you know, coming to fruition. You know, it seems to be a problem here with Philadelphia. We're talking with Mark Drumheller, host and betting analyst at Fantasy Life, also co-host of Bringing Home the Hardware as well. Mark, what is your take on the Chiefs? Won the division again. It certainly seems like that when it comes to that receiving core, this is not some sort of crazy hot take. It, it looks like a real downgrade for Patrick Mahomes. Are they good enough to actually make a run? Are we not giving them enough credit? Or has Kansas City taken a serious step back this season? Um, I think they've definitely taken a serious step back. I think now they've become, before it was like, hey, you know what? Whoever's on the schedule in the postseason, they got to come to Arrowhead. It's Patrick Mahomes. You know, Patrick Mahomes is going to win the game, right? But you can't do that this year because, you know, they are going to probably have to travel in the AFC Championship, uh, you know, being the three seed. And, I don't know if they're just as good as the other teams that they're going to face. Like, if they have to go to Buffalo, I think they have a, you know, better opportunity than you know, obviously having to travel to Miami or Baltimore, you know, however the playoffs shake out. But they just don't have the guys. It's a lot like Philadelphia where, like, they just – as far as the wide receiver core is concerned, they got rid of Tyreek Hill. They went out and won the Super Bowl. But then they got rid of Juju Smith-Schuster. And not that he's this dynamic playmaker, but they just continued to kind of – you know, erode the talent on that in that wide receiver court to a point to where this year to where those guys aren't able to step up. Now, I like what we see out of Rice, and I think, you know, long term, um, you know, I think he's going to be a, an impact player for them. But you just see the types of breakdowns that you see with Philadelphia, like one guy making a mistake, it seems like, on every critical drive. And then, you know, the whole play, you know, and that kills the play. And then it just doesn't seem like they're the team that they are. So, um, I, I, as far as like, do I trust them? Like, yeah, you know, we get in a divisional round, you know, while I play them at home, it's going to depend on their opponent, but I, I don't think that they're really a threat to win the Super Bowl Cause I think it's going to be, you know, a pretty tough path for them that they're not, we haven't typically seen, you know, them perform to. So, and you know, again, it's, it's not only the path, it's just offensively, they just don't have the firepower. People are taking away from Kelsey and they, the other guys just aren't able to step up. Oh, what a season for Travis Kelsey. Oh, it has yeah, now been a season to remember for the former yeah. tight end number one. I was going to ask you about your betting strategy this week. Week 18 can mm -hmm. have a lot of landmines. There is another pathway, though. You can go with props. I know it is a big week for some players with contract incentives. Are you somebody who will be betting on a lot of games when it comes to the spreads? Or are you looking at the player props? Yeah, I, I'm a guy who typically gravitates towards sides and totals, and I, I do that mm -hmm. anyway in week 18. We talked about some of the, you know, things that I look at is like, hey, you know, teams under pressure and and that sort of thing. When it comes to these player incentives, like I think, and props in general, like the reason why I don't bet a ton of props is because I feel like, you know, the market adjusts so quickly during the week. Like, you know, these numbers really get blown out. And um, I, I think that, you know, when you look at these incentives, you know, what betters need to realize is, is that, 
this is all baked into the market. Like, like they, like the prices that you're getting on these props with these guys that have incentives, all that's taken into consideration when they're setting these lines. So you're almost like, you know, paying a premium, you're paying the market at the top because of this situation. And you have to look at, you know, the, the context of the actual game, like, is it, you know, right. are they playing for a playoff? So then they're not going to just feed the ball to this one player if they have, you know, bigger things on the horizon. He is a host of the Bankable Network, also host and betting analyst at Fantasy Life. Follow him on Twitter at X underscore Drumheller. It is our friend Mark Drumheller. Mark, we appreciate the insight and good luck to your Eagles, man. They still got some time here. All right. Thank you. Have a good one, guys. You bet. Well, Chelsea, that's two marks against learning the game of golf again. I guess I'll just go back to the bar and keep drinking old fashions and martinis. I tried to make a push into the good life, and I'm just going to go back to how I've been living since the start of time. I'm not saying you can't. I'm just saying maybe don't make it your number one hobby. Maybe play mm. Sudoku or something. Or is watching Netflix a hobby? Because you already oh. do that. Professional <laughs> streamer. Who knows? <laughs> For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.